Welcome to the Perky and Man Dadcast UK. Here we are in 2017 and we have loads to talk to you about. On today's show, we'll be discussing reading, bananas and shocking kids TV. You are listening to the Perky and Man Dadcast. So hello and welcome to the first podcast of 2017. Mr Perkins, did you have a good Christmas and New Year? I had uh, a wonderful Christmas and New Year, yeah, it was very nice. Last year at Christmas, Tilly had just had her three-month jabs, and I don't know if you remember, they're the particularly bad ones, and so she was completely wiped out for Christmas Day and Boxing Day, but this year she had an absolute whale of a time. Uh, which was great, which probably sets us up badly for next year because this year she had so much fun opening all the presents and stuff but didn't, you know, expect them that next year she's probably going to be an absolute nightmare. How about you? Yeah, it was great. Yeah, the girls are both just really into it. Georgia now too just kind of, well, doesn't quite get it but gets the excitement. It was a really kind of like sort of family Christmas and New Year's which I've not had for sort of years Excellent. and it was really good yeah really really fantastic yeah did you get your Renault Kajar this year my what your your Renault Kajar it's just I heard an advert leading up to Christmas on the radio and there's always one company that tries it every year this year it was Renault oh where where they were going <laughs> don't buy dad socks again this Christmas get him a Renault Kajar <laughs> <laughs> So hello to all the dads out there who got a brand new Renault Kajar yeah. from their kids this year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Good for you. No, I didn't. But I did get socks. You did get socks? Your kids didn't listen to the right adverts. No, I, well, it wasn't from my children. And they're really, they were, you know, genuinely useful. It's a funny thing, isn't it? You know, Christmas presents you get as a kid, a pair of socks and pants. You'd be like, oh, that's rubbish. <laughs> and as an adult... Pair of socks, like, great! I haven't got to go and buy any socks now. Yeah! <laughs> it is funny how uh, things change, isn't it? I've been doing um, lots of running, and I was saying to you off air before we started that before when I used to run, I used to be out of breath, and now it's just my knees are going. So my knees yeah. start seizing up a couple of kilometres in. So it's just things change when you become a dad. It all happens very quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, you, next time, you, what you should do is, um, you know, you see people, actually, quite a few people in the park near me, usually mums with buggies that's great isn't it yeah and i you know you sort of see people running just by themselves and then you look at the the mums running with babies and you're like oh they look so virtuous <laughs> i'm f- not only running i'm running with a baby with a buggy <laughs> i've got a, a friend who does iron man and all that kind of stuff which oh, is yeah. just the thought of it is just painful just to even think about it but he's got a special running buggy it's not just a normal buggy but it's one that's designed to be run with <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. I, I, to be honest, I don't particularly like running anyway, so running with a child, no. <laughs> no way, no, no way. way. <laughs> um, back, back to Christmas, how old is Phoebe now? Phoebe's five. Five years old. Yeah. How is she with the whole Father Christmas and Santa Claus? Oh, she's totally wrapped up in it, yeah. Gets it and, and enjoys it and is not doubting at all yet. So I'm going to enjoy as many of those as I can. Fantastic. I've got a friend on Facebook who has highlighted how kids are nowadays that, you know, I don't know how old their kid is. And I think they're about six or seven, but they're at that age where they still believe in Father Christmas because they're young and that, you know, of course they, of course they still believe in Father Christmas, but also they're old enough that they're quite tech savvy. So what they, what they did, which is ridiculous. Mum and Dad were getting all the uh, the bits and pieces together around the Christmas tree and they spotted something a bit odd on the tree and they realised that their six or seven-year-old had planted a webcam 
to film Father Christmas. <laughs> That's really clever. How That's that, very clever. How is that possible yeah. at such a weird age, that kind of between, you know, young enough to, to, to still go with the Father Christmas thing, but old enough to be able to set up a webcam? The parents, because they spotted it, they managed to provide the footage that was required. Ah, very say, good, very which, good, uh, yeah. I think is uh, very good of them and, and very, uh, very clever, very clever of them. Well, I, sp- <laughs> I suppose actually sort of moving forward, that's something then you could offer or people could offer their children at a certain age. Go, look, if they see the child starting to question, you could get another year's worth by going, well, look, we, we can set up a webcam. <laughs> years ago, when I was getting a little bit suspicious, we used to have, I think it was walnuts and, you know, tangerines in the um, stocking. So I marked all the walnuts underneath with a green marker pen, put a little, <laughs> a very small mark on all of them. And then the next day, as I opened the stocking, all the walnuts that I had and my sister had, had green on. So I said to mum and dad, I said, oh, um, so Father Christmas doesn't bring, you know, his own sort of um, nuts and, and tangerines. And they said, oh, yeah. I said, well, he's used owls because I, I marked them. And there was this sort of look, <laughs> look from my parents to each other going, oh, I think we're, I think we're coming to the end of a certain chapter. The Dadcast, slowly weaning you onto solid parenthood. We went to a funeral on the Tuesday, uh, sorry, mm-hmm. the Wednesday morning before Christmas. Auntie Margaret, who is one of Rachel's great aunts, and she is like the last of a, of a generation. So it was one of those funerals where she lived to a very old age. It was a very sort of happy atmosphere. And all of her family and friends had gone before her, which is kind of good, but also it means the funeral is quite a, a small funeral. And Rachel and I went up, it was up in Nottingham, Tilly came up with us. And there was this great moment just outside because we'd parked up in the car and Tilly, who at the time was, you know, nearly 16 months, has started saying a few words and she was getting a bit fractious. So we thought before we go in, we'll give her a bit of a banana. It's like one of her most favourite things in the world. (laughs) So I was sitting in the front of the car and I said, hey, do you want a banana? And I showed her this banana. Now, the moment you show Matilda a banana, she panics and freaks out until she gets the banana. (laughs) And even if she's eating a bit of banana, the moment it's out of her hand into her mouth, no matter how big it is, she'll be reaching for the next bit. She wants a bit in each hand and a bit in her mouth and then she's happy. So she started screaming for this banana. So I got out of the car and I was going to bring her around to the front of the car so she could eat it in the driver's seat with me. Now, when I got her out, she's calling for this banana, calling for it. And I bring her around to the front of the car and this lady walking past gives me the most sympathetic look ever. And I didn't quite understand what it was. Only when I sat down did I realise that Tilly's word for banana is nana, nana, nana. <laughs> so she's crying, screaming she's for cry- nana at this funeral home. And this lady thinks this poor child is grieving for her nana. But no, she's just a greedy guts. <laughs> oh, that's great. I love it. But she's got other things as well that she says that are also kind of like nearly there but not quite there. And I've recorded these, so I'll I'll cut these into the podcast. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. So our cat is called Peanut. She would call the cat P, which is great. You know, P. And I was thinking the other week, I was thinking we should try to get her to say the full word, you know, because she's a a language skills developing. So I'd say to her, Peanut, Peanut. And she'd go, P. And I'd go, no, no, no. Peanut, Peanut. So now she calls her Pedo. Can you say her name? Peanut. Pedo. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 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 and we're 
also we're also happy because we want her to we, we we give her no water and she has started calling for water but she doesn't quite get the word water right and it sounds a lot more like vodka matilda what would you like vodka you'd like what vodka do you want water so she's putting her glass <laughs> vodka 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 <laughs> Really bad parenting. Yeah. Oh, just give her vodka. Give Knock her, vodka. her out. It's God, a window yeah. between like not speaking, which is fine, and then yeah. speaking clearly. That awkward phase in the middle where it doesn't sound quite right, you know. I know, it's odd. It's funny because recently both my girls have started calling both myself and Sophie by our Christian names oh, occasionally. Yeah. Okay. So usually when they want to get our attention, so, you know, people go, Dad, Dad, Dad. Daddy, 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 rich. <laughs> it's like, whoa. And if she really wants my attention, she'll say Richard, which, you know, straight away makes me feel like I've been told off by my mum. Has <laughs> you she know, got the tone back. from your wife? <laughs> I don't know where she's got it from. It's bizarre. It's just so bizarre. But, but George has picked up on it as well. But George will use it for comical effect. So um, she'll come in and say, hi, Rich and oh, no. smile at me and it's it's quite endearing but at the same time it's just a bit weird to be called rich by a you know your, 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 your child well, your, your two-year-old daughter is even it's even weirder well rachel um, has tried to uh, teach tilly to say perky and ag- oh, right. again it doesn't sound quite right that the er uh, sounds a bit ah sounding <laughs> so it sounds a bit racist <laughs> so it's like let's let's not call me perky outside <laughs> Practice it at home if you need to, but don't tell me that outside. It just doesn't sound right. Baby talk, but not baby talk with Perky and Man. Phoebe is started her second term at school. And when she started the first term, they were saying to us, by Christmas, the children will be reading a bit. Cool. And Soph and I were, what, reading? <laughs> uh, but, you know, they were like, that's, that's what happens. In about the last five weeks of the term, Phoebe was bringing a book home every night and we were going through it yes you know, very simple books and reading them wow and then we would write in this book and say how she's done and then she would go to school and read but we were getting through a book a day wow very sh- very short books the point is she gets to christmas and at a certain level she can read it's absolutely amazing That's it's quite incredible. phenomenal it it really is because she's also i mean i i, I mean i'm trying to think about when we were at school, but I don't think we did phonics. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, maybe we did. So it's phonics she's obviously the, the kind of at, bec, de, yeah. So what you, what the you, A, B, C, D. Yes. So the thing is, Phoebe had learned sort of A, B, C, D before because that's what we taught her. But now she's sort of having to slightly relearn it, but knowing that a is a. So then you say, you know, cat, k, a, t, yeah. rather than C-A-T. But we're still telling her C-A-T. But now she's picking things up, so she will look at something at a sign and say, oh, does that say whatever word? Which is amazing, because, you know, she's, she's taking it upon herself now to read and getting excited about it and writing things and asking us how to spell, you know, different things, which is amazing. That's brilliant, because I think when I was a kid, reading was definitely something where you had to learn the letters by their proper names because that yeah. was the grown-up way to do it and of course that makes it difficult because s is different from s you know what i mean like to actually look at a sign and, and it says stop how does that you know 
how does that work you know exactly so um, to actually get her excited about it as well and suddenly it must be crazy because there's there's words everywhere you know on signs and as you say in books and stuff to actually um get her excited that she has, has managed to crack that code in her brain she's kind of going oh, I, I get the well, formula now it, exactly and it's it's i suppose it's that knowledge is power because it's empowering her to be able to do other things um which is you know it's, it's about education is I mean, education is obviously so, so important. And if you can get the children excited about things at that age, whatever the school's doing is really, really working. Because of that, so for Christmas, bought a uh, Leap Reader pen. Now, Leapfrog, I you do, do a lot of educational. Frog. They're fantastic. Yeah, they're, the bits I've seen from are. Leapfrog are really good. Yeah, we've got quite a few uh, Leapfrog items, sort of like mini computers and things. And they're, they're very good, really interactive and, and fun and durable as well. You know, you can chuck these things around and yeah. spill things on them. But the Leap Reader pen is a, essentially a, a big pen that you use in conjunction with the books and then you put the nib of the pen on different parts of it and it'll say, well, it'll, the, the pen will tell you what to do. So, you know, place it on the something icon and you place it on that and then it'll start reading that part of the story. Phoebe's reading the story and following the words with the pen. It's amazing. It's a fantastic piece of kit. I've got to admit, I wondered if it was a bit gimmicky, but she's using it That's and brilliant. learning stuff and sort of tracing letters and everything. It sounds incredible because it sounds like someone's taken the idea of reading and then going, well, actually, if you read but holding this thing, then you're kind of halfway to writing as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and this is just, you know, technology, you know, when, when done well, it's just so good. And I think that children are growing up sort of very tech savvy anyway. I mean, it's That's amazing. Brilliant. What's that called again then, that pen? Leap Reader. Yeah, Leap Reader pen by Leapfrog. So I think it's a perky man. Thumbs up to that really neat piece of kit. Can I, are they just for kids? Can I get one? I could do with, uh... <laughs> Do you know what? I think anyone can use them. It's fun, yeah. And you can also plug your headphones in, which the other day when I could keep hearing someone, you know, the person telling the story, and I was thinking, okay, I'm getting a little bit bored of this now. Um, <laughs> I thought, oh, headphones. I could actually just put the headphones on. But maybe that's not the point. Maybe she should be sharing the story and, uh, and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Your baby may be at risk if you follow any advice given by Perky or Man. When Tilly was a couple of weeks old, we got her booked on Call the Midwife as a baby, and it all fell through last minute, which was gutting for us, but obviously she didn't. No. <laughs> we all fell through, but the agent had kept her details on file. So on the 1st of December, we had this call saying, we need a baby, we need a child, a toddler, for some filming this afternoon in Balham. Can you do it? So Rachel was like, yes, of course. Mm, yeah. So she went in and then I came down as well and joined and we were on set of a, an ITV drama that's starting quite soon. Uh, I think I can say it's called Fearless. The particular episode is set in a prison. And so they've got female prisoners and it's in a playroom. So there's a female prisoner that Tilly is the daughter of. And there's loads of other, well, a few other mums and a few other kids there as well. And so Tilly did that. She filmed one scene. She, I think they did three takes on it because they can only film with kids for a certain amount of time. Right, okay. But it was the most fun thing to be a part of it was so great <laughs> so, <laughs> so first of all so Tilly had to sit with this lady and had to you know play with all the toys that were there and then the lead actress Helen McCrory of Peaky Blinders fame and many other things right yeah um, I yeah. think she's an OBE now as well she oh, right. she walked through the door and Tilly saw her walking through the door so stood up walked towards her going hello hello <laughs> <laughs> So cut to second take. Uh, I don't think that ruined the take, but 
you know, they, they, they did another version of it. <laughs> And in this version, uh, Tilly was playing with the mum and then realised when they started turning over the camera and getting everything up to speed, Tilly walked away from the camera and away from the mum. <laughs> so when they said action, <laughs> she spun round and she's facing the camera and then slowly walking back. <laughs> so she'd learnt how to, uh, you know, how to do that. And then the third take, she was a bit more still. So we, we'll, we'll see what, uh, which, which take they use and how much she is seen in it. I mean, hopefully she'll, she'll have a little moment. Yeah. But, but when she is, we'll definitely get a little clip up online. Yeah, uh, definitely. It's a fun yeah. moment, but we'd definitely like to do more with her. I think, she's, um, I think she enjoyed it. She didn't get freaked out by it. So When, uh, when she can talk, you, you know, she'll start to say, well, you're not as good as actor as my mummy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you're not as good as actor as my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> or, or you know, a bit, a bit older. She's saying, "Well, yeah, it could have been better if you got my parents involved, you know." But uh, I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll pretend these people are my parents. All right, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, typecast again. Another child. <laughs> when will I get cast as something else other than a toddler? Oh, that reminds me. Actually, talking about grown-up TV and things, um, you probably realise that as a dad, you probably get to watch a lot less TV and film and stuff than you used to. Oh yeah. oh yeah 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 but you know that feeling when you're watching your favorite box set and then there's a twist and it takes your breath away and it's like oh my god like yeah what? i didn't see that coming like when i don't know if you watch 24 but when nina myers in the first series oh yes oh, yes i do yeah moment, yeah oh my god really got you really got you yeah well i had that a couple of months ago watching tv with tilly because right. we were watching the updated version of the teletubbies yes and yes I used to watch Teletubbies. I used to do the night shift years ago when Teletubbies was first on. And I used to come home and watch Teletubbies before going to bed. <laughs> right? But I was watching the Teletubbies and the Teletubbies, they get up and they run around and they say eh oh to each other and they lay on the floor and, you know, look at their tummies and watch films and things. But then all of a sudden they went back into their house and they walked up to this little gate thing and they oh, I know. looked. Mm. You know what's coming. They were, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They've got babies. I know. I don't. I don't quite get it. It. I think there's a lot of things which are not, have not been explained on this series. <laughs> <laughs> the narrative yeah. needs to be sorted out. Seriously, <laughs> they've got eight baby. I mean, they've got eight babies. There's, two, you know, Teletubbies are two male and two female. Never any kind of flirting or anything. One of the boys carries a red handbag, so I don't know what his persuasion pro- is. He's probably out of the game. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> So between the other three, they've had Dada, Umpy Pumpy, Bar, Ping, Mimi, Ruru, Nin, and Duggle D. There's no nanny, and they just get left to play. Yeah, they do, don't they? They say bye bye, and you think, what? You're just going to leave them? No one turns they... a baby monitor on or anything. <laughs> my my friend is actually Nunu. No, the the Hoover. Wow. Yeah, Nunu. Wow. Yeah, How do I know. The Hoover. There's a Hoover on it. Is she it. in Nunu. it? Does she get She's in it. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and she was telling me, actually, um, that, you know, they've, you can buy the figures of all the Teletubbies. Yeah. Um, and when they cast them, they took some, you know, they were taking the photos to make the 3D models. They said, oh, you don't need to get in it because we're just taking the photos. She said, no, no, no. I want to be in it. So I will know when I see the toy that the picture that was taken to make the cast, I was in it. And you kind of think, yeah, I know what you mean. I'd have done the same. You'd have done the same, same thing, wouldn't you? Absolutely. You'd have done it. You'd have been, I'm in there. I'm in there. I don't care if I have to be in there for two hours. I am in there. I'm going to be part, part of, of this. I was doing some research into the new Teletubbies and I've discovered something that will be 
really nice for some of our listeners because you know that in the night garden they finished filming that years ago and they just repeat old episodes but yes yes rebecca highland who played upsy daisy now plays right. lala oh, okay and right. nick kellington who played iggle piggle now plays dipsy <sighs> at what point did you think you were going to research this <laughs> <laughs> I think I was just dealing, reeling in shock from the whole tiddly tubbies bit from the babies. I just thought I need to find out what's going on. I know when you get obsessed by, th- you know, I, I get it. Did, did you watch the um, the Six Wives of Henry VIII? No, a very good piece of um, of sort of documentary drama. Yeah, very good. Lucy Walsley, very very good. They had two actors playing Henry VIII, and the second actor for the last episode, he didn't really say much. And he's obviously the, the Henry VIII, a lot older, a lot bigger, not looking as good. And right at the end, he, he sort of spoke. He didn't really say too much in it. Right at the end, he spoke. And this deep, lovely, deep voice, beautiful, deep voice and kind of very distinctive, very distinctive. And I turned to Soph and I said, that's Daddy Pig. <laughs> that's Daddy Pig. And she said, she said, it sounds like him. So at the end, I quickly looked at the credits and I can't, his name is Richard somebody. And I said, quickly, it's Richard. And she was on it and she went, yes, it's Daddy Pig. That is it's just phenomenal. like, it's like, I can't believe it. Henry VIII is Daddy Pig. And oh, once you'd got, goodness. once you'd got that voice, cause you know the voice is, it's, yeah. it's distinctive, isn't it? I mean, it's a, it's a fantastic voice. And obviously the other person in Peppa Pig, you know, whose voice is, is very well known is Brian Blessed. Yeah. So you've got these fantastic voices. But as soon as you heard it, it's like the last, what, ever sort of five, ten minutes, I could, just couldn't get it out of my head. That's it's brilliant. Daddy Pig. In a, similar, <laughs> in a similar way, did you see Inside Number 9 over Christmas? No, 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 I didn't. Inside Number 9 is a fantastic programme and it's a very dark, twisted thing. Every episode is very standalone, but it's two of the guys from uh, The League of Gentlemen. Yes, yes. And this particular episode was this creepy kind of Christmassy horror story about the Krampus. And it was set in, I think, in Austria. And, oh, I mean, the ending is really dark really creepy and it kind of alludes to kind of like snuff movies and it's really kind of like it's worth watching if you can catch up on iPlayer but the whole thing is narrated by the director and the director of this fictional film that they're kind of showing is like a like a director's commentary almost and yeah. the director is played by Derek Jacobi right so it's very similar to the voice in in the night garden <laughs> Of course, yeah. And as as dads, as as dads with young children, it's, you have the ideas, but don't necessarily have the time to carry out any of these things. So if anyone's listening has got a bit more time, maybe you're waiting <laughs> for your child to come or your child's at school now or whatever, then could you please use the audio from Inside Number 9 at Christmas and the footage and some of the audio from <laughs> Night Garden and make the creepiest, darkest, sickest version possible and send it to me because I'd love to see it oh, i just don't have yeah. the time to make it myself <laughs> oh that's great that's fantastic yeah yeah i th- listen we've got so much to talk about i think we've run out of time i think I've, we have uh, we've got loads to talk about i tell you what's going to happen what we're going to do is we're going to do a best of 2016 we did 13 episodes in 2016 ranging from sort of the armageddon of birth through to tantrums and nappies and um poo. dad hacks poo. and poo yeah. and lots, lots of poo of lots poo. of poo and we're going to do a, a best of 
And maybe if you know people who out there who have not listened to uh, Dadcast UK, who would, maybe would like to, uh, you could sort of push them, push it their way. But we'll bring that out probably about two weeks' time, just before the end of January. Absolutely. And if you've got any favourite bits that you really, really like, just to save us the hassle of going through all the episodes, then let us know your favourite bits and we'll uh, make sure we include those in the best of. Yeah, definitely. We've got lots of things to talk about um, so this much year. More. So much so more. Much, so much more. And I'm looking forward to it. And uh, Mr. Perkins, as always, it's been fantastic talking to you. It's been and a joy. Uh, we'll speak in another couple of weeks' time. Fantastic. All the best. Subscribe to the Perkin Man Dadcast on iTunes and get more of this sort of informed discussion whenever they get round to recording the next one. Get in contact by emailing dadcastuk at gmail.com, by tweeting at dadcastuk or by visiting facebook.com forward slash dadcast UK. All the best. I might, I might just cut it at you saying... <laughs> 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 All the best, everybody. All the best. <laughs>